Welcome to the podcast, Happy and Single. I'm your host, Joseph Anderson. You can find me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy. And you can find the episode Instagram at Happy and Single. This is episode 28. And this episode is entitled, How Do I Better Hear That Inner Voice? And I'm even going to share with you experiences of when I hear it and when I'm kind of out of tune with it. And in addition, this kind of, especially the first part of this, this kind of meanders because I thought I was talking about something different, the, the first part of this, and then it just kind of got there. But I feel there's a lot of useful stuff even in that. So I'm going to leave quite a bit of it in. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoy. Now, for those of you that listen to this podcast regularly, you'll notice that oftentimes these episodes are, they're, they're scheduled so they get posted on Sunday. I often, you know, have them ready to be done before then, but they're scheduled so they show up on Sunday. And you'll notice that probably by the time you see this posted, it's going to be Tuesday or Wednesday. Last week, when I tried to record these, this episode, there was a question that had been asked that I tried really hard to answer and it just did not, it didn't feel right. Like I, I did the, I did the recording, I did the, even the editing and I just couldn't release it. I just wanted to get it done. But the other part of that just didn't feel right. You know, and, and maybe you've had that experience in your life where like you really, really just want to get something done. And it's just not the right thing. And then this morning, finally, as I was actually studying, I was studying the Book of Mormon this morning. And I, I prayed beforehand that I would know. The only question I had as I was studying was that I would know what to say today. Because I didn't want to let another, another day go by without having a podcast up. And it was interesting because I've actually been totally out of it for the past just couple of days, just kind of in a, in a strange place, not, you know, not doing anything wrong. Like, I mean, actually plenty of things were, were going fairly well, but just kind of at a weird place in my head. And I just had so many things that I was trying to do at once. I've got speaking gigs and things that I'm working on and I've got my podcast and I've got my coaching clients and I've got just quite a few different things going on. And I was just so in my head about getting things done and, and I was so, oh, I, I was just, it's like I would schedule more time in the day to get things done that I needed to get done and they weren't getting done. Because other stuff would come in and fill its place. And maybe you feel that way too sometimes. Because at some level, and maybe it's okay to not know what to do. I think sometimes though, when we don't know exactly what to do, you know, I talk a lot about on this podcast of listening to the spirit or listening to the inner voice. And I think sometimes people find that to be really hard. And I want you to know that there are times that I do too. When I have so much going on and I'm just trying to 
figure out the next step. I do too. Well, what if that were okay? And what if this podcast is actually about something totally different as it often is? It's like, I'm going this direction and all of a sudden I'm like, wait, but I was told this question. And then the other thought that occurs to me is, hey, maybe you just needed to think that you had a question before you could sit down and record this. So maybe let's talk a little bit about a little bit about overwhelm and frustration. And if it leads back to the original topic, then cool. I think we have so many influences working on us. One of the ones that I've shared before is really that of the adversary. You know, that that of the adversary this morning after I was just, I don't know, just kind of in a strange place. I finally just verbally told him, like, go away. We are being worked on by so many different forces at so many different times. And the voice of God will tell us that we are okay. And this other voice tells us we're not okay. But we are okay. And any voice that you hear contrary that just makes you forget that It just means that you're caught up in your thinking. Me too. (laughs) Especially for the past few times. I mean, me too. I I, I tried to record this podcast on last Saturday. I actually recorded it yesterday and even edited it yesterday. And it was like, yeah, no, that's not it. Well, sometimes it is. It's like, The analogy that came to me the other day, because somebody even expressed, I was was actually talking to my my aunt this morning, and as I was speaking with her, she's like, you know, you gotta gotta be careful telling people they're always able to listen to this inner voice, because it might make them feel almost unworthy almost on, like, not okay because they're not hearing it. We are always hearing this inner voice. I'm sitting here laughing because I'm thinking how many times in my head it's like, well, this, this was the topic. Like, this was supposed to be the topic, and I'm not moving in that direction at all. And it's almost like the, the Spirit and God's like, yeah, I know. I knew exactly what I was doing. But unless, unless you thought that you had something good to say today, then you probably weren't going to sit down and do this. And there's people out there that really needed to hear this message. Me too. That's probably the coolest thing about doing any of these is I am taught so much by these messages. I am guided. I am led. 
Because yes, I do have tools and techniques of listening to that inner voice. But at the end of the day, I'm just like you guys. I get caught up in my thinking too. The adversary works on me and all his... Like I, I truly believe there was. There was a, an entire third of the host of heaven cast out, as it says in Revelations. You know, two-thirds chose, the pl- chose God's plan. They chose to come to earth, get bodies, and all this other really cool stuff. But a third are like, no way. And so they came here, and because they gave up on, their, on what they couldn't have anymore because they made a choice, they work on us. So some days when it just absolutely sucks, it is not you. It's not you at all. And by the same token, the days that you actually think you have it together, it's sort of you, but it's more that you're just in a flow and that you're just in tune with that inner voice. Now, coming back to this analogy that I told you guys I was going to tell you a few minutes ago, The analogy is this. We really are. So all the time, the radio is playing. The radio really is playing all the time. Now you think about your favorite station. I guarantee if you turn it on right now, if you turn it on a station, it will be there. The same way with this inner voice. It's us when our own unsettled thinking is cluttering up the airwaves. You can't hear it. I mean, it's like, for example, there's... Have you guys ever experienced... I know these days we don't listen to the radio as much. But have you ever experienced when you're driving along, listening to your favorite often AM radio station, you're listening to a sporting event, And all of a sudden you get interference from some strange channel that you've never heard of. Well, that particular phenomenon I just just looked up. And it's because at night, for certain reasons, AM radio stations have to decrease their power or even cease broadcasting at night for some reason. And so sometimes when we decrease that power, we hear so much of these other stations that we don't want to be hearing. So there's times that you'll actually get this interference from the signal. But if you move closer to the signal that yours is broadcasting from, then you'll be able to hear your station again. Now in stations, that's not always possible. Like, I, I, don't, I don't want to listen to the station enough to drive so I'm super close to the station or even close enough to not get the interference of the other stuff. But that's how it occurs to me. So with us, when we have these two two voices working on us, well, only one of those voices will fight. The other voice doesn't need to, because 
inner voice, which is the Spirit, is absolute truth. It will never lead you astray. It knows exactly what it's doing. The, the Spirit did not lie to me today when it said, hey, this is a cool topic, talk about it. It got me in the direction he wanted to go. And I wasn't even close. I mean, and, until, I, until that thought occurred to me this morning, like, I am just like you. I really am. And I, I want you guys to understand that. I, I have been at this journey for, I mean, I'm, I'm 36 years old. And I've been listening and learning to listen to this still small voice for so many years. And then I've come to a deeper understanding of it even in these past almost four years. This is a journey of a lifetime. Like when you're not getting it, you're human. And it's so funny how we think we know everything. Like even when I was talking to my aunt this morning, I'm like, no, like it is always there. And then, and then here I am like, okay, what do I say? What do I say? What do I say? What do I say? And it's like, okay, well... It's always there, but am I always there? <laughs> I wonder if you guys are going to ever tire of me telling uh, how I met your mother references on this podcast. But there was, there was actually that episode with, uh, that I mentioned before about the girl that you know, Ted really, really wanted to date, the girl next door, about the window episode. And, but he actually, he accidentally booked a class for that night or he had to teach a class before he even knew she was available. And he's like, oh no. And, you know, so he goes to teach this class and, you know, he raises, and one of the guys raises his hand after he's like, okay, cool. We're going to, you know, he just pretends to, you know, give like a one minute talk. He's like, all right, we're done. He's like, no, we get you for the whole hour. And then they start, he writes this girl's name up on the board, which her name is Maggie. It's kind of funny now that I think about it, because that's actually one of the characters in my book that I'm writing. Just anyways, that's, that's totally, I'm not, neither here nor there. But he writes her name up on the board and they ask, like, who's Maggie? And then one of them asks, he's like, well, she might be ready for a relationship, but are you? Like, are, are we ready? Are we doing what we can? Not, not to the point of beating ourselves up, but are we doing what we can to do our best to listen to this inner voice? And are we also giving ourselves permission when we don't listen? Life happens. We, we get so caught up into everything that's going on. We're like, no, you don't understand. I have to get this done. I have to get this done. I have to get this done. And then I've got to move on to all these other thousand things I have to do. No. You need to settle. And you need to be still. We are trying so hard and so much to get almost every drop we can out of life. And we're missing the point. The point is living in this moment, wherever you're at, wherever you happen to be on that scale of like being super attentive to the inner voice to not even close to being able to hear it. 
because there's so many, there's so much interference being broadcast by the competing station. We put so much pressure on ourselves to be these perfect listeners. And it doesn't work. I mean, I say even this morning as I was reading the Book of Mormon, I've, I've read this book so many times and I've studied it many times. And with the particular topic I'm studying on, which is which the Book of Mormon is a book all about Jesus Christ. So I've been studying him in that book and trying to get every last thing out of every verse. And, and sometimes I'm just tired. Sometimes I'm tired. I'm exhausted. Like most people don't understand. Like I've been at this journey for 18 years. 18 years of coaching. 18 years. And there's plenty of times that I feel behind as well. I'm just like you guys. I wish I was further along in life. I wish that certain circumstances in my life were different. If you ever struggle with finances and dating and thinking of whether you want to date somebody, I know for whatever reason from lots of people that I've talked to, they think I really, really have it together. I mean, I have, I have one client that... I, he thought I had it so together that it annoyed him so bad that one day he just kind of went off on me. He's like, here I am struggling with all of my challenges and there you are sitting like everything's okay. Well, then I actually shared with him what was going on in my life and he's like, okay, well, you have too much going on in your life that I don't want to work with you anymore. <laughs> It's okay to not be okay. It's okay to be human. It's okay to be real. I am just like you. But what if that weren't a problem? What if it weren't a problem that I was just like you guys? What if that was just okay? What if that was normal? What if that was real? What if it was okay for me to be human too? I mean, where do we even get this idea that we can't be human? Where do we get this idea that we have to have everything perfect? Now, some might say it comes from scripture. There is a scripture that says, Be ye perfect, even as I am. First of all, that was the Savior talking. Second of all, he didn't expect it in this life. <laughs> Have you guys ever tried, like, the more you even pray and work on something, you know, the more challenges and struggles you have? It's like, you know, I was, I was trying to work on something the past few days, and I don't know if you guys have noticed, but people on the road right now are just out of their minds. That or somehow that I'm just 
getting a lot of these people around me lately. But I mean, I had a guy and he was going so slow and I passed him. And then I was passing him and, you know, coming up to a red light. And so I was slowing down and he was speeding up. And I'm like, oh my goodness, what is this guy doing? And it got me so frustrated. I do find, and I have noticed, like, and maybe you've seen this too, like the more you're working at something, the harder it becomes. It's like the day that you decide, okay, I've got to get in better shape. You go to a party with like, not only cinnamon rolls that are die for, but brownies and I mean, everything known to man, they just have that night and at, you know, at an activity and it's all free. Like, you know, it's, it's all there. It's all free. And you're like, oh my goodness, this is amazing. Well, there's got to be opposition in our lives. There has to be opposition in our lives. You can't go to a weight room and get stronger unless you lift weights. It just doesn't work that way. I mean, can you imagine like if if you'd signed up for a gym and it, let's say it was sight unseen and you walk in and there's zero weights. Like there's no weights whatsoever. You probably wouldn't stay at that gym very long. We do need opposition. That's how we grow. I even remember hearing about trees and how those trees that grow with ample sunlight, ample everything, are not near as strong as some of those trees that grow in groves that really have to fight for the, the nutrients and the sunlight and all those other things that trees need. So even in nature, we see this example that opposition exists in all things, and it helps us to grow if we let it. It's like even when I start feeling kind of off, first of all, when you're off, not a great time to make life-changing decisions. Just saying, you know, don't, whenever you're, whenever you're not feeling fully present, don't make any life-changing decisions. But when you're settled and when you're in that amazing space, you will know what to do. What opposition have you seen in your life lately? I mean, truthfully, I have seen as I have started to play a much bigger game in my life. You know, with everything that I've already mentioned. I have. I felt that. And really, sometimes you just got to tell it. You just got to tell it to go away. And even if you're feeling those crummy thoughts and you don't believe that there's any type of adversary or Satan or whatever you want to call it. You can even try it. Just say, go away, Satan. And you will notice a great difference. Now, when we understand there's opposition, and one of my friends, she just, she just wrote a book, and on the cover, there was, a, there was an entirely eaten apple, so you just kind of saw the core in the middle. 
And I thought it was kind of cool. The book is called like the gift of the gift of the devil. And what she was really referring to was she was referring to how it's actually a gift in our life. Truly, if I don't have any opposition, there's not much I can do. If everybody is just, you know, if it's all happy-go-lucky and fairies and clouds and all that stuff, like there's no temptations hardly. And yeah, in that, in that circumstance, almost anybody can do well. So what is, what is the greatest thing that opposition has brought into your life? One of the ones that comes to my mind was a potential career change that there was a part of me that thought I had to make that showed me how bad and how deep and how much I loved and wanted to coach. And we have to be cautious with who we listen to. Because I remember a particular time that my mom was actually going, she was going to do a coach training course and she had everything planned and, you know, she had this certification plan. Well, then I heard that another motivational speaker, he had his own training program and I'm like, no, you have to do that one instead. You have to do that one. And I was adamant. Like I was... Sometimes I'm, I'm very, very strong with my words. And I've had to kind of be cautious and I've had to pull myself back. Well, the interesting thing even about my strong, like how strongly I spoke about this motivational speakers training program. My mom had already felt that this other course was the best for her. And she went through it and. She went through their certification program and, you know, became a certified life coach. And that program was like, so I've done, I have also done both programs. And the program that I was trying to convince her to go through was not that great. <laughs> Like really, it was it was not that great at all. Like I I went through it. It was it was thousands of dollars, but it was not that great. And I only finished the program because they'd already been paid like twenty five hundred dollars, and this was years ago. And it wasn't and it wasn't me that paid it. So I I felt like this obligation to go through the course, but it wasn't but it wasn't at all what I thought it was going to be. Well, sometimes that's how it is. Like, so how, so how do we know? How, how do we decipher between the inner voice and the not inner voice? How do you decipher between the spirit and the adversary? You just get better and better the more you listen. Sometimes I feel things are really, really, really flowing. And other times it's like, I'm going to the, like, it's like I hook up a, a hose expecting this rush of waters to flow out of this, kind of like at campgrounds, like those, those pump type of water pumps. Because they have to bring up the water from the bottom well to get it to you. 
and you got to pump and pump and pump and pump. Well, sometimes it feels more like that. There, there are plenty of times that I'm that I am like I am very guided by the Spirit. And there are other times that I'm not even close. There, there are times when, you know, you kind of have that idea, hey, I'm just going to play a quick game or something for like 20 minutes before I do this other thing that's important. And it's like three hours later that you get there. But even in that moment when we make what we might call a mistake or, you know, do something that we are not terribly thrilled with, That's still okay. And I have found even with myself of, you know, thinking that I, you know, was was horrible or off over staying up so late and wasting all this time. You know, and especially like I I treat the Sabbath very specially. And so if I'd stayed up Sunday night way late, or sorry, Saturday night way late, which would then be Sunday, I'd feel like super bad. Heavenly Father doesn't want us to feel bad. He just wants us to listen to Him. He, he gives us feelings, good feelings that say we're on the right track. You know, and oftentimes, like when we have these not so good feelings, they come from, they come from this adversary. They come from this lower power. You know, and it's funny that, you know, thinking of the word adversary, you know, we kind of look at that as some sort of an opponent, a worthy adversary, a worthy person to take on. But when we do understand that there is an adversary, and we can even look deeper, look deeper at the lesson that we could learn if we made the better choice. So one thing I'll often do, you know, especially when I'm so, when I'm playing video games sometimes during the day, just for a few minutes here and there. One that I enjoy lately is Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two, and they're just like two minute runs. So I can you know fire up the Xbox in like a minute and you know play a few runs even on a little break. But if I don't set some sort of a timer, I could that that break can turn into a long time. What we have to understand, where is the weight? Where is the weight that we could be lifting up to get stronger that's being thrown at us? Well, and, and I'm not saying that we can't have time to relax, like, I, I felt I needed to watch this movie last night and I watched Finding Neverland and it was amazing. Like, just awesome, awesome, awesome. And it was exactly what I needed. And this morning I felt I needed to sleep in. Like, that's okay. That's, I, I'm not pointing to just picking up weights and walking around with them forever. I'm pointing to, like, there's certain things that we can learn, that we can be taught. I love the idea that the obstacle is the way. We have to figure out sometimes what, what obstacle is in front of us and figure out what we want to do or how we can go around it. 
And, and when I say that we're always guided by this inner voice, we are. But as I said, with the tuning, like plenty of times I get, I get out of tune. I'm not able to listen. But we're guided by the one voice. And we're tempted by the other voice. There are times that Heavenly Father is like, hey, Joseph, take a break. Go play hockey. Go play a video game. I mean, even yesterday I was up like super early working on stuff. And it was. Heavenly Father was like, hey, take a break. And, and I personally find it super helpful to take a break almost every like hour. Like I have a watch that it generally buzzes at like 10 minutes till the hour. And I'll get up and take my break. It's important to understand how you're built. There's other times that I will. I, I won't take as long of a break. We have to be able to let the steam out of the kettle. Otherwise, the kettle explodes. And I guarantee the steam is a lot better than the explosion. Well, so how do you understand and how do you decipher these two conflicting voices? One way, the adversary, Satan, can never give you peace. Ever. In my understanding, that's one of the rules. And when we just settle... Like, sometimes we feel we don't have time to settle. We're even getting this. I was talking to somebody once, and they were sharing with me something that they basically needed to get out in nature. And, and they said they just didn't have time for that. Whatever the inner voice is telling you to do, make time for it, and your life will be infinitely better. Well, and the other thing I would say is don't, don't try to take on a zillion things at once. You know, even this week when I was doing some planning, you know, just spending, like, just saying, hey, these are the three big things that if I got done this week, this would be an amazing week. And then I even pray about those three things in every prayer. And it's kind of like... I. The, the idea was having three big things, three medium things, and three little things. So the B, three big things, hey, if I get those done, awesome. If I get the, the three medium things done as well, even awesomer. And if I get the, the three small things and the medium and the big things done, holy smokes, that's incredible. But it's not an opportunity for me to beat myself up. I promise you, the inner voice will never give you unkind thoughts about yourself. It will remind you to do things. It will, it will give you course correction. It will give you loving disruption. But notice how the word loving comes before disruption. Whereas this other voice, the opposing voice, is so bent on your destruction. And sometimes the answer is not black or white. I mean, and maybe it is, and maybe we just have to find it. It's like, 
Have you guys ever had an experience where you just can't really get an understanding of knowing what's right and what's not? In my experience, when that happens, as it, as it definitely has for me, I have so much thinking in my head that I can't see clearly. And one of the helpful things that I'll do at times is I'll just pull out a book and I'll just start reading. And at least the way it looks to me is it's almost like when I'm reading, that book just kind of washes out whatever all the thinking was going on in my head because I'm putting new thinking in, which feels like it washes the other stuff out. If you don't feel you're getting this, you're probably trying too hard. I felt that way for a long time. Everybody would talk about this, this inner wisdom and how we were just led and guided. And I was looking for these grand, great, like massive experiences, like this overwhelming spirit every time I made a decision. That's not what I've experienced. I mean, this morning I needed that to just get out of whatever was going on in my head. Usually it occurs to me almost as whisperings. And the harder you try, just like the magic eye puzzles, the more you're not going to see. I've never actually seen one of the magic eye puzzles. Like, honestly, I've never seen one of those. Like, actually seen the picture behind the picture. I've never seen that. But the more we take steps back and stop trying to see so perfectly, the more we're going to see. I want you to think about the last time that you have felt the spirit and this still small voice guiding you. You know, you're probably thinking by this point, okay, I've got to think of the, the biggest thing that I've ever experienced in my life. That's not what I'm pointing to. I'm pointing to the tiniest thing that you just kind of sort of remembered today, yesterday. You know, may, maybe you remembered where your keys were. Maybe you remembered to make an important phone call. Maybe you just had that thought that, hey, I really, really just need to take a moment for me. That is all I'm pointing to in this conversation. It's such a simple understanding that for so long I missed it. When, when I really began to understand this, even at the beginning, I'd been learning this for probably almost two years. And then I happened to be doing one of the drawings that you guys have seen on my 
the It's Possible Guy page on Instagram. And it was the Joker one with Homer. And it took me so long that I had like hours to kill. And I listened to this program from Michael Neal that was basically all about understanding this. And I started to see, oh, that's it? What? Like, no. Is that really all we're talking about? Like, that? That? Yeah. That's it. It's so tiny and small that we miss it. I truly, truly miss it. Pay attention this week to the tiniest, tiniest inklings, the tiniest, tiniest urgings that you've been getting, the tiniest nudges that you've been getting, like, hey, call that person, do this, do that. And if you're not sure whether it's coming from the Spirit and that still small voice, you can check in with yourself. And if the question leaves you feeling peace, then usually it is. As you guys get more and more in tune with this, this will make the greatest difference in your life that you could ever imagine. The Spirit is not something that just leads us in big decisions. I was listening to a religious leader the other day, and Russell M. Nelson said, it leads you in the big things, it leads you in the small things. But learning to listen to that is the most important thing that you can do. Well, and then the other part of that is following what it says and if you ever struggle with following what this what it, the spirit says me too and i've shared this so many times but i'm probably going to keep sharing it until i actually start seeing it for myself i've been inspired to do all these drawings i have some really really cool ideas they take quite a while and i've got so many other things going on sometimes that i just make up reasons and excuses that i can't do it whereas I have been told over and over and over that that is so important for me to get done. So maybe this week I'll do a little bit better, hopefully. Actually, my goal is to finish one of these drawings by, by the end of this week. And it's not just a drawing, it's four different squares of a comic. So if you ever struggle with following, hey, I'm right there with you guys. There's, I could, I could go off on probably plenty and plenty more things that I haven't done. And that's okay. You're okay. If you sit in stillness and quiet and peace, you will start to see this. And it's not that it's not there. It's like air. It's always there. There's this really cool scripture that says we can always have the Spirit to be with us. 
the more you start to see the tiniest, tiniest chances that the Spirit's speaking to you in your life and follow them, the more you'll see. You know, and don't worry too much about the other voice. Like I said, you can simply tell it to go away. And you can also just understand that any feelings of unsettledness, insecurity, frustration, or especially when things are brought to your remembrance that are painful, that comes from him. Him and his third of the host of heaven, which is quite large compared to, I don't know how many people were, were, were in heaven in the beginning, but that's probably a lot of people. I want each of you to know how much you are loved and how I understand that many of you did not choose this single journey. But like I said about opposition, you get to decide what you're going to make of it. And those days that are just awful and horrible and you don't feel like listening to the spirit at all, cool. That's okay. And the more you do, the more you'll be led and guided to a life that is so much more amazing than you could ever imagine. But as I've learned this last week, you cannot rush it. It doesn't work that way. And you got to give space for it to speak. And you have no idea where it's going to lead you. Well, guys, I, I think we want to we wrap up on that note. You know, and, and as we wrap up today, I just want to invite you, if you haven't already, come join us on our Monday morning call. It's usually at 10 a.m. Arizona time. It's, it's growing quite a bit, and the more it grows, like, it is just super, super cool to see all these amazing things that I've just been directed by the Spirit to do that are really a lot of fun for me, even. And so come, come join that, and, and if you'd really like to explore coaching, I, I, do have, I do have some spots open in my practice currently. So if that's something that's that's uh you you're wanting to look into, feel free to message me on Instagram at the it's possible guy. Also, if you haven't already subscribed to this podcast, I don't know how you got here. I don't know if it was a friend. I don't know if it was just a random su- su- suggestion or selection. But go ahead and subscribe to the podcast, and that way, if you ever want to find it again, you can. And. Thank you guys so much for listening. And also you can follow us on Instagram. Our our podcast page is Happy and Single. And the website's happyandsingle.com. Go out and live your adventure. Thank you. (laughs) 